Hey everybody, this is Nate with Can You Entertainment Podcast. Get ready to hear a really interesting, a really, really interesting episode. This episode's with Annie fucking Cruz and her boyfriend and business partner, Dr. D. Annie Cruz is a very uh, well-known porn star and also radio uh, show host with Vivid Radio on Sirius XM, channel 791. She has a show that's on every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 6 p.m. on the West Coast, 9 on the East Coast. So in this podcast, we talk about their um, current business that they, well, businesses, I should say, but their uh, main business, which is basically um, helping uh, single men uh, that uh, need help with their, you know, game with women, and, you know, it's it's just a whole, it's a whole lifestyle uh, approach, you know, changed everything about them, whether it's from their clothes to, you know, maybe to what their apartment is, it's just, uh, I'd say it's geared towards, if you want to say what the, you know, niche is, it's, uh, it can be anybody, but you, you just got to hear it, I don't want to, I don't want to um, generalize anything, they, they, everything is covered in this podcast, it's just really interesting, so I just wanted to give you a quick taste on that, so most of the conversation is all about that, and um, you know, just their, their approach on how, you know, and, and ideas and, 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 um, you know, just how they work with these, these guys. So, uh, I found it really fascinating. Um, I myself, um, I've known Annie Cruz for some, you know, a few years now at least. And, um, really just, she's just a great person, really, really cool people. And, uh, Dr. D, um, who I've met more recently, um, he's all, you know, Donald is his name. Don, I guess you go by. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, he's um, he's a great guy too. So I, I think I hope you really enjoy this. It's uh, you know I, it's a good conversation. If you're you know closed minded about some this subject matter, you know hey you know sorry just click away. But um, I, I hope you can have an open mind and just enjoy. It's it's just a fun, really good conversation, and. Um, you know, that's just, it's just, it blew me away. I don't know what else to say about it. So, you know, not much else I can add to it. They cover it. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, I'm excited to put this out. And, uh, if you're interested in, um, this service, you can go to drdlifestyle.com. So that's drdlifestyle.com. Just how it sounds. No weird spellings. So, um, and you can also follow him at, uh, Dr. D lifestyle, same, same name and Annie Cruz, just look her up, Google her all, you'll find everything out there, uh, as far as Twitter and, you know, her own sites as well. Her Twitter's Annie fucking Cruz, which is, um, fucking is without the G F U C K I N. <laughs> Think you got that. But um, I really hope that you enjoy this podcast. Please share it and give us, you know, give a review and rate. Uh, this is available on Stitcher, iTunes, and um, yeah, I, I just hope you enjoy it. So thank you so much uh, to whoever's listening. I think you guys will really enjoy this podcast. And I'm out.
hell has been going on in your guys' world? What I want to know. Well, where do I even begin? So, you know. I put her to work. <laughs> True, actually. We actually started two different companies. Um, obviously, he has his dating lifestyle design company. Um, so, can you tell him about that? Yeah, so, so we, have like, we have three major things going off, all of which are basically a spin off of the core idea, which is my upscale dating and lifestyle design company. Right. Uh, so, I got started in, the, in this probably eight years ago, nine years ago, gosh, when I was kind of a shy guy and trying to figure out girls and life and all that shit. Uh, long story short, I got really good at it and started to work for some of the bigger companies um, in the world and then split off to go do my own thing for a, you know, a number of reasons, which I won't even go into. Okay. Uh, I met her, met, I met Annie fucking Cruz right. at Avian over a year ago now and it was kind of just like the, uh, the perfect you know, combination of two storms. Uh, she already had all of her stuff going on on the radio with her dating advice and sex advice and had a lot of experience, obviously, in the sex industry. So as I was starting to grow my business, she was a natural addition. Uh, a lot of dating coaches, they'll put uh, women on, or their girlfriends on a platform to give out advice to men about women when their girlfriends have no background or really business giving out you know, uh, advice about dating, sex, and life. Uh-huh. Uh, but she she had a, a reason to be put on that platform. Yeah. Uh, and it was good. And, and I saw a, a need in the industry to actually create a, a product that, one, didn't gouge guys, right? So so what a lot, a lot of the, the industry and men's self-improvement now, they, they look at guys as dollar signs. Right. right? So as soon as you actually fix a guy and make him cool and happy with his life and able to meet women, what is he? What is he? What is it? Was it? What is he to you anymore? He's not not a dollar sign to you anymore. So a lot of the industry industry either puts out shitty stuff that doesn't really work, or they try and productize men's self improvement into a million different products. So you have to keep spending money. Like different categories. Like day game. Fashion, night game, stripper game, direct game, indirect game, this method, that method, social circle game, college game, whatever. And in in reality, it's learning what works and why and when to use what and what situation. Nothing works all the time. Right. Uh, But long story short, we saw an awesome opportunity to join forces, Annie Cruz and I, in the Dr. D lifestyle, and to involve some of her friends all beautiful, beautiful women and create an amazing product that is basically less than half the cost of what the other uh, companies in the industry charge and do way more awesome stuff. Uh, and and yeah, plus, ahead, the, that's the one thing that a lot of these other companies don't have. They don't have women working for them. Some do, but really they don't. Right. It's just all these different guys coaching other guys and only have a female perspective on a lot of stuff. Occasionally you'll see like, you know, a girl here or there but what separates us from them is that we have all these A-list, you know, adult well, let's, let's, cut, let's cut the bullshit shit for a second. Yeah. The <laughs> other women that work for these other companies aren't fucking stunning. Right. <laughs> I didn't and want if, to be the one to say And if I'm, if, I'm a fuck, <laughs> if I'm a fucking dude that's about to pay you three to $5,000 for a fucking weekend right. to improve my dating, love life, and, and get my life in check in a bunch of different categories, if I'm going to pay you that much money, why would I want to practice game on girls that are anything less than stunning. Right. Because otherwise, as a, as a life and dating coach... Yeah, and, I, and I also like, to probably get you... I mean, you're going to get pumped up like, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Well, well, what, that was the 
was one thing right. that one of his students, one of his, one of our clients, had said when he had hired um, Dr. D here to, to coach him. He said he's gone to all these different companies in the industry, and he said, you know what, man, I follow your social media, I've looked at your website, I've read the stuff that you've written, and you're legit. Like, I see your girlfriend, I see the girls that you surround yourself with, and that, to me, proves that you know what you're doing, <laughs> you know? Right. So it's like, it kind of works in our favor in that um, case. Me, my, my role in this company um, is basically I kind of help uh, men with their fashion, for example, because this isn't just about picking up women. Yeah. It, it's about changing your lifestyle as a whole, yeah. you know, starting from the ground up. Because a lot of these guys, we have all, a lot of our clients come from all walks of life, you know, different ages, young, old, divorcees, um, guys that only have sex with one person their wow. entire life, you know, like so many different people from so many different walks of life. And um, so where I come in along with my girlfriends is we um, we help with fashion because, you know, girls know what they like. Yeah. Seeing men in, right? Um, I also, because of my radio show on Vivid Radio, I um, already give sex advice and right. relationship advice and dating advice, et cetera, and so forth. So um, I kind of, uh, when we do like our lunches, for example, with um, some of our clients, I'll bring my girlfriends along for the ride and um, it kind of opens the table for our students, our clients, if you will, um, to ask questions to get straight from the source, from the women, you know, get the women's perspective on things. Um, and since my girlfriends are in the adult industry, um, they are more open-minded sexually to be able to answer questions of that nature, you know? They're yeah. not afraid. Um, yeah, that, is, go, that is correct. So, yeah, they'll go there and yeah. whatever, whatever so your I'm, thing is. So this is a question that we run into every once in a while, especially with me coming from my uh, my medical background, right? Which brings a lot of legitimacy to what I say. Because yeah, you're official, doctor. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a, I've got, I'm a guy who's had a real career. And I'm not just like a dude that chased girls was like, hey, I'm going to start a business. I've had a right. real career and I've also done this. Uh, some people will say, hey, why would you want to work with uh, porn stars? They're not quality girls. They're just girls that fuck for money. So that brings up a whole nother uh, issue that some people have to, to go through. And that is, um, you know, is it um, in America, you can watch people get their head slashed with an axe every night on uh, cable television. But God forbid someone shows a uh, sex act. You know, so it's, people, you know, they have to consider what their priorities are and where that comes from. Right. For, my, for my business, I'm not about uh, being politically correct. I'm about using what works to give the guys the skills they need to do what actually attracts women. And by working with adult film stars, they are women that are willing to uh, go on camera giving candid advice about what they love sexually and right. talking about all this stuff without any sort of society's going to judge what I say. Right. Because, well, yeah, you're, I mean, I mean, I'm just giving my opinion from outside is like, because I think at that point, I mean, you already are on camera. You're already obviously comfortable right. with what you're doing. Like, you're not obviously giving a fuck about. Sure. That. Yeah. So I want to, I want to, I'll say something and uh, this is kind of like high speed stuff. Uh, there's definitely some stuff I teach, which is uh, kind of fight club. It's like, uh, you know, what's the rule of fight club? Don't talk about fucking fight club. Right. Some, uh, some of the stuff you put out there you have to be very careful about because if used out of context, it's, people are like, well, that's not funny. But if you do it in the right sort of context, the girls fucking love it, right? Gotcha. So I, I remember when I was um, getting into the game, I was a year or two in, and I started to ask uh, girls after I had sex with them, what was like the hottest part of when we just fucked? Right? And I, asked, I remember I asked three girls in a row, I had sex with like a girl a week. 
and they were all from all walks of life. I think one was a uh, one was a nurse, one was that's a bold. that's that's one good. was a promo girl, and one was uh, in medical sales. Pretty normal girls, all pretty, very very like attractive women. I was like, so when we when we fucked for the first time, like, what was like the hottest part of our sex? And it was amazing, and it opened my eyes to just uh, how kind of um, kinky and sexual women are. Is when they all said the exact same thing. And they were like, when you were on top of me, fucking me, Mish, with you know my legs fucking pushed back behind my head, and you fucking reached up and you pulled my hair back and told me to open my mouth and you slowly spit in my mouth and had me swallow it as you were just like, wow, yeah. just like fucking me. And these were all regular women, regular right? Women. You know? And you know, it was just this moment that I had created where these girls just completely lost themselves in their sexuality and in the moment and in just like the fucking hot like primal right, right, right. of sex and you know you say that to some some girls and they're like oh that's just too crazy but you know in the moment yeah. even even it's if different the, it's different and even if the girls are like not down with it it still is just like a very dominant like fun thing to try yeah <laughs> so uh yeah there's there's like all these fun things we do and you know, my job is probably one of the most interesting things. It definitely is in the, in the world to do, and I've done a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. So, to me, it's it's really rewarding and a and a lot of fun, and it's not necessarily easy, right? Right. Um, a lot of guys would just look at me and be like, "Oh yeah, you just pick up girls all day," but there's a whole lot else that we do with guys to to kind of make them normal. Uh, and I'm also the one that has to go out with, with guys when they're really, really bad in the beginning. Right? Yeah. You know, and, and it's they're being really awkward with the girls. So it's not... No, that, that, I, yeah, I would imagine that takes... That's patience and yeah, focus. and Yeah, that's well, a lot so of we had We were just in uh, New Orleans, and we had one client, a do- another doctor, who had hired him. And um, before we actually went out, you know, to, to practice and stuff like that, he used me to practice on. And kind of helps when you have me or like our other girls that it's work on our team helps, yeah. it helps because it just from the way they approach you you're like no 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 so, so wait a minute wait a minute so how so now you, you're, you're the person I'm gonna like approach so how do you guys set this up so you're not in the situation is it like private like whether yeah, it's like, a, like, you know we're, what I mean we were in our hotel right like um, we were in our hotel I just want to try to paint the picture yeah we were like in our hotel room in New Orleans getting ready to, to head out to Bourbon Street right to kind of go from bar to bar or wherever you know the night took us and um he basically told our client like okay I want you to practice saying this for example to, to Annie here okay um and I want to I want to watch you see how you approach her right so I'm kind of just standing there you know like I'm pretending like I'm at the bar and he would like come at me and I would we would both correct him on like what he did wrong like at some point he would like tap me on the shoulder but he would like really be leaning in for example and I'd be like don't do that body like, language like it's all about body body language tonality right facing of how they talk right some of these guys are so quiet naturally because they're so shy right that sometimes after when we're practicing beforehand I'm always telling them louder you gotta get right. the girls attention if you're if you're in a loud bar or right. somewhere that's loud how are you gonna get the girls attention you gotta be louder um, and some guys who like lean in too much I'm like no, you're gonna freak a girl out you know right. the way you're leaning like try to kind of back off a little bit and don't don't linger too long you know just little things like yeah. that correcting them on their you like know, nuances their, yeah how, to, how, how and when to break the touch barrier right right because of course every guy worries about the dreaded friend zone yeah sure 
So, how do you get to the friend zone? One of the biggest ways is you just you have conversation without any physical touch. So, breaking that physical touch barrier is incredibly important for guys and for them to learn how to do that in a fun and playful way. And also to have the balls to realize that it's better to have displayed your interest, right? And have the girl not like you and not waste your time than to just small talk and not escalate and just become what we call orbiters and pick up lingo. And yeah. you just circle this girl with no chance of ever fucking having what you want to come out of the interaction. Right. And waste your time. <laughs> now, another thing, another role... And that's a self-confidence. Yeah, true. Another role that I play along with my girlfriends, um, I had already mentioned, you know, we do, like, the whole, from the ground up, we do like, fashion makeovers and stuff. Sometimes we, um, depending on if they're local or if we happen to be in their area... We'll do um, like apartment home oh, yeah. makeover totally as well. Design, right? Because oh, wow. a lot of these guys, we had one client who just, his apartment screamed 1970. Yeah. And I was like, you need to get rid of that couch, you need to get rid of this, you need to, you know. And we just completely gutted his entire apartment because, you know, it's like, if you want to feel sexy, your place should feel sexy too, you know? Yeah, I think a lot of things. A lot of people forget that not everybody grows up with, you know, mom, dad, older brothers, older friends, sure. or some kind of structure that even gave them that. So now, I'm just absorbing all this. It's interesting. I've, I've been, you know, I've had my, I mean, I'm married now and all that, right. Course, right, but right. I'm, you know, thinking back in my dating times and all that, I'm like, dang. You're talking about like the interior. I had a fucking studio apartment, and I think. Like the shit was so plain, and I'm like, how did I even fucking score at all? Sometimes I'm like, I guess I did pretty good, but yeah, I mean, there's tons of fun stuff that you can do. I mean, that's a whole topic in itself, but uh, but but yeah, we do that, and then um, also we go out with guys, right? Like, sometimes we'll do like if we do bottle service at a nightclub or something. Let me let me interrupt you there, okay? Okay. So, for example, basically, for the price of what um. Guys are paying for a group boot camp to the other major companies in the world right now for two days with a bunch of dudes to roll around. And right. Hit on girls. This is what I can provide. All right. So we have a guy who's flying in for two weeks starting tomorrow. He's with us. So he gets me as his personal wing for two weeks. This is fucking living, breathing, breathing, eating, and shitting pickup and lifestyle design for two weeks everywhere. I mean, bars, clubs, the beach. Rodeo Drive, Hollywood, nightclubs, fucking cafeterias, malls, coffee shops, the street, everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. But not just that. On Tuesday, we're going to Bottega Louie with four of the fucking top names in adult entertainment, Anna Fox, Kehlani Lay, Ash Hollywood, and Annie fucking Cruz to do lunch and let them fucking work on their game and vibe just being around those hot girls, okay? So then I go back, we work on fashion and game for a week, all right? That Saturday, so this coming, not tomorrow, but the next Saturday, a week from we today. meet all those same girls and we all go to Disneyland together. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just have a fucking great time, just fucking kicking it. That sounds Pick up girls amazing. at Disney World with the girls helping us. It kind and of forces then, him to socialize with us. Yeah, and then that night we go to one of the most exclusive, right, it's all exclusive <laughs> fucking clubs in Hollywood uh, through my network because, you know... I don't fucking do this. It's not amateur hour. I have a network with the most exclusive like promoters in the world in different cities, right? So they fucking I bring the girls and my client, and we do bottle service with them and let them practice in some of the most exclusive clubs in the fucking world and practice this stuff. So I mean, and it's as just women, stupid. We, we, we act as wing girls. In that so so like when you guys were in New Orleans, was this part of all that too? Yes. Well, in New Orleans, we didn't do 
bottle service. We kind of just went out of the town with the guy. We kind of went bar hopping so, from place okay. to place. But yeah, kind of like the same idea. But I mean, you know, on our one year anniversary, we. But it was it was for you, for your business. Though. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, this is definitely for our business. Yeah, that was sure. that was um basically did like a one and a half day workshop with him. So it was theory and then coffee shop, uh, mall, street, and fashion. And then we like did we bought him a whole new outfit. A day, of, a day of night. So, so where are you from now again? So originally I grew up on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah, and then slowly made my way out here to the better coast. Okay, right on. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm based out of Los Angeles. Uh, but I, was, I worked in um, I've worked in Phoenix teaching this, um, Scottsdale, uh, Las Vegas, L.A., San Diego, um, we've worked in Manhattan doing it. We did like lectures and workshops. And, work, and worked in Miami doing it. And that's another thing too, like in addition to, to doing the whole wing girl thing and, and everything else from fashion and, and making guys, you know, force them to socialize and, and ask questions. When we do like these lectures and workshops in different cities, um, I'll usually do a piece on um, my thoughts on what I think, you know, what men shouldn't and should do. Right. And then as well as like um, teaching modules and like different sexual stuff, you know, like, yeah. like so an like, anal 101, for example, or squirting, you know. So there's a, there's a lot of different... Okay, wait a second. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm just, I just have to go back. So, the, okay, the only reason, because I hear this off and on from podcasts, and sure. I won't necessarily name, it doesn't matter, but the whole squirting thing, is that real or... Oh, that, it's real. It is real. It's okay. real. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a constant debate. No, so. yeah. I mean, I could go on for an hour about that, but I won't. But no, yeah, it's fine. definitely just... real. It's definitely real. I mean, you know, some... Not every girl can... Not every girl... Every, every... Some girls will fake it, and by faking it, you know... Yeah, there's like stuff stuff everywhere. Yeah, they'll right? piss everywhere and drink a bunch of water and whatever, but you can always tell if you're, if you're there in the middle of the action, you can always tell if it's real or not. Okay. Yeah. It's in the, the taste and the smell. I mean, from a guy... And medically, is that, that's... Proven, huh? Who knows? I mean, so I, I would say medically, you know, I don't. We don't get trained on female ejaculation okay. in med school, you know. Oh, okay. Um, just because I just want to ask, since you have that background, because there has been people throwing out like, is they it, don't really address it. Okay. You know, as far as like some. And they've had all these where, weird doctors trying to say that they've like tested the theory and oh, it's not real and this oh, and that, blah blah. So like, you know, sometimes with me it happens spontaneously where I'm like, ah, I didn't even need to do it's that. It's just the funny, yeah. it's just the interesting thing how it's such a controversy. I, like, to me, I take it like, well, if it is, then what, we have a problem with it? Like, who cares? Yeah, like, who cares? Because that's what I get from it. Like, it feels like Well, that, it's funny you know? because a lot, like, okay, so when you, we're the squirrel, I'll, I'll say this little bit piece for people that, like, may, like, doubt it or whatever, right? So when a woman squirts, it comes from the periurethral glands, and then you have the urethra, right? The periurethral glands are, like, these little tiny ducts that surround the urethra. So it's like, that's why people always confuse it with, like, missing. But it's like, when you think about it, when a man ejaculates, he ejaculates through his fucking urethra. So it's like, even if all these people that are, like, talking all this shit, if they really understood the anatomy of a woman's vagina, they would understand a little bit better. But yeah, you know? It's all about G-spot stimulation. See, porn stars are not fucking dumb people. I I think, I think medically, you know, somebody would have to do some sort of project on it. Maybe it's been done. Right. I think women should just take like a, uh... I think, I think the real, the real proof of the pudding comes in people that have been, uh, or that are really experienced sexually, right? Obviously. And you know... Well, true, because... You know that there's some girls that... Just fucking can do this, and it, right. it works for them, and they and I think it's good it, everywhere. And some girls they don't do it because there's a lot right. of women that don't even have never even experienced a real orgasm before. Right, right, you know? right, right. 
So it's like, obviously you're so not going to be able yeah, to make them squirt. Like they can't even, they don't even know what an orgasm feels like. They haven't even you know? got to that point with themselves. Yeah. Right. Totally, women are totally different creatures. You know, there's, there's these... We're some, all wired differently. There, there's some, like, yeah. um, weirdos out there that teach these different sexual methods and stuff like that. And they try and market to guys that, oh, if you do this, this, and this, you this can make, make it happen, right? any woman do this, this, and that. Right. Which is just a total load of horseshit. Probably right. a load of horseshit from anybody that actually had sex with a lot of women. Girls are totally different. I mean, yeah. some girls, you just start touching them a little bit, and they oh. just start coming like crazy. Oh, I've had, right? Yeah. And some of them are, like, way harder to have fun, no matter what you do. It's just uh, mentally, and yeah. the way people are developed. And sometimes chemistry between people, sure. too. Like, yeah, it's all about yeah. chemistry, and then, you like, know. Plus, not every woman's vagina is the same. No. You know, like, you, they, when you look for the G spot, sometimes it's a little bit slightly further in, or it's, like, slightly further out, you know? Just, it's all about just knowing. So, but. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the men's... No, it's that, I... The, men, <laughs> the men's gotcha life, there. Men's self-improvement and pickup have such a weird sales funnel. Uh, for working in this industry, you'll get you'll get the companies and these guys that they'll cross market. Yeah. So you'll get some you'll get some guy that gets some poor desperate dude to pay like four thousand bucks for a weekend boot camp, right? And you know you think if uh, you pay four thousand dollars for for two days of, of work, that you know you'd hopefully get everything you kind of need to to get going. Yeah. But instead of actually doing that, they try and pipe you on to the next guy who wants to upsell and upsell you. Who who wants to charge you another three or four thousand dollars to, you know, teach you how to fucking finger a girl and oh. squirting and all this shit. That's so. And it's it's a, such a load of horseshit because I can honestly talk to you about this and tell you the what to do in about thirty minutes, right, or, or less than that, and to make it happen, so much more out right? of my experience. And so these, uh, you know, these these guys that do this, they they bring in these like. Uh, you know, D-list, like, female whatever models or whatever, and they, or just they like practice, like, finger-banging you know? on them. And, you know, they basically just get these guys that are, are desperate right. to fork out, you know, four grand to come in and watch them, like, finger-fuck girls. There's just all this and horrible stuff in the industry. I mean, you know, you have yeah. me and my and my peers that will come and talk and tell you what not to do and what to right. do and answer questions truthfully when someone asks, so the, oh, you know, I was with this girl, like... What did I do wrong? Okay, well, first of all, you shouldn't have done this, and then you should have done this, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. So, you know, it helps to have a crew of people that yeah. are oh, open-minded yeah. sexually to, to teach stuff like that. Without yeah. needing to demonstrate is what I should specify. Sure. You know? Yeah, that's... that's I, I think that's invaluable. I mean, I just think back, you know, as a younger single guy, like, whether I could have afforded at the time or not, but to have known that to be an available... I, you know, I did pretty good, but still, you'd be like, "Hey, maybe I fucking need up to my skills, or I need well, you to, know, you know, maybe I need to find." So there's different. There's whatever, a lot of different you know? ways to um, to get the training, and it's just like just like some people can read a book and go out and do it themselves, right? So right. Some people can do that. Uh, just like in school, some people need a tutor and they need a little more hand holding to get it. Right. So there's different levels of training and like customization that we offer. So there's like, if you want to um, just have what I've downloaded from my brain on paper to read, we have a private forum on so our website, and it's literally everything from lifestyle design and confidence to what to say first to how to fuck better, broken down by category in, in an online forum. That's right? brilliant. And it, it comes with unlimited support from Annie Cruz and I, so... 
Not only that's do you brilliant. get all of our stuff, so it's a membership then, involved. And yeah, then, yeah. That's but cool. then you can ask us any questions forever about whatever you're doing. And everything's and we'll on reply. there. Oh, everything that's everything that you could ever imagine. You is might, on how there. much? How much does that cost? So I'm charging a thousand dollars for how much? For how long? Forever. Really? Yeah. So it's a one-time thousand. One so based on what? So I basically how you hear did, that whoever's listening. So how did so how did I how did I come up with that number? Um, I decided that if you look at what else is out there in the industry from these companies that just feed you horse shit, they charge you like $500 for a product that gives you like fucking nothing, okay? Right. And in my product, you get everything from uh, overcoming approach anxiety to interior design to building your lifestyle to fashion to grooming to opening to sex to dirty talk to sexual techniques to attraction to uh, place recommendations for travel and, and all this different stuff and the girls um, unlimited support from the girls and I'm unlimited support from me so I was just like it's just a fair it's a fair deal to have like an MD doctor dating coach and fucking worldwide adult film star you know giving you all that advice and stuff forever is, it's fucking it's a good deal that's really good and so not only that but I'm almost done with it it's still in like a beta tester mode what we're doing now is we're going back and we're filming every little piece of advice line or like so so the idea with pickup and the way I teach it is you develop um, a stack of material right some of it is just funny stuff to say to build attraction some of it is learning how to convey your life in an interesting way a lot of guys have interesting lives they just don't have the experience yeah. telling the stories right being so, a speaker in that right. way yeah. so you develop that stuff so what we're doing is we're actually videotaping me Demoing every piece that's in that entire program on Frankie, I mean Annie fucking Cruz. <laughs> Demoing every piece on Annie Cruz, so the guys can see that um, that playful vibe and the body language that goes along with it. Because it also helps to visually see what you're right. learning. And another thing that we do in there is we teach guys, uh, you know, how do I how do I touch women in that playful way, right? Right. So it might be, you know, I pull Frankie into me at a ball if. if if Annie was with me at a bar, and I was sorry, would, we don't. She, he just like he's been like rough with her right now, so there's no video on this now. <laughs> so if I were to pull Annie into a bar and you know pull her into my side, and then playfully push her away and say, uh -huh. you know, that, "That's all you get for now, young lady." <laughs> we, we, we demo all these playful ways to touch girls. And okay, because I'm going to tell you the advice I had at one point uh, when I was trying to go out there picking up women. I was new to LA. I was intimidated. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was still okay. I grew up in Pittsburgh. I was born out here, but I grew up in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So coming from Pittsburgh and it's a more ball hometown. Game, yeah, yeah, sure. All sure. that type of thing. So I'm like kind of the nice guy, you want to say. So, so uh, at Miyagi's back in the day, that was like the place on Sunset to go and pick up or whatever. So right. my friend. Alafi, this this dude from the Bay, black dude. I was just like, there's just so much going on, and he was like, he's like, dude, that shit ain't gonna work, man. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, and I'm I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, he ain't getting attention. You gotta grab him by arm, man. And, and I was like, whoa, that's aggressive. But and then after a while, I was like, he's right, and it it's totally true. So when you, you know, when you talk about a high energy game in places like bars and clubs, if you aren't doing that, if you aren't touching the girls almost immediately, right. when you start talking, 
it's like uh, instant death in a video game. It's like wah, 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 wah. right, right. You have to have it. Yeah, you have to have it, yeah. or else you just hold, don't hold any attention. Yeah, once I got that, I was like, all right, now it's really Shit, good. Right? <laughs> it's a, that's a big learning level. Yeah. Um, and the way a lot of guys teach game, when you're first learning it, incorporating that that touch in the very beginning is uh, it's really it's really important. Like when I when I teach, I actually teach like this. I'm like, listen, there are two buckets you have to fill up when you're interacting with girls. One is what you're saying, and one is how you're touching her, right? And if you do one, like talk a lot, but you're not touching, yeah. you know, that's not That's good. how people get friends up so fast. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, with some guys, as they're learning, the pendulum has to swing a little too far and then kind of come back to the middle. Some guys have to get a little too crazy and then come back yeah, as, yeah. They, as they find like uh, the way to calibrate themselves and right. like, what kind of works. Yeah, you have to kind of find. You know, if you're and if you're not kind of uh, creeping a couple of girls out a week, you know, you're probably not doing your job. Uh, a lot of guys they'll look at me, right? So I went from being a total dork and not even knowing I was good looking because I was teased when I was in high school a lot, uh, to getting good and, and realizing I'm not I was not too bad of a bad looking dude. So now I'm a good looking guy who's really good at game, and I still. You know, get told to fuck off. Not to fuck off, but uh, you know, get blown out of uh, interactions or blown off by the girls. Yeah, really half the time, if not more. Yeah, you know. So that's something that a lot of the guys have to realize. It is, is part of it, though. On, on yeah. some on some level, it, it is a numbers game. You know, the girl might be on her period. She might have a bad yeah. There's day. a variety of she things. She might going be on. in a loving relationship. Maybe she's she might guys, be on a work. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you never, you like never know what the situation. You is. don't know. You don't know. So you gotta not not take it so personally, and uh, yeah, you know, know who you are, and that it's not a big deal. And then kind of start to have fun with the process a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's I think it's awesome that you're doing it because it's you're you're giving an organized thing here. Like, because I mean, I was out like a wild jackal just trying to figure it the fuck out. Well, you'd be surprised too. Like, you know, when you think about this kind of stuff, you know, a lot of people assume it's just a bunch of dorks, right? But it's not. It's like, like I said in the beginning, it's all walks of life. So sometimes you get guys that are actually decently good looking. But they just—they're just socially awkward. They don't yeah. know what to say, and they just like scare women off. It's like, yeah. oh, you're good looking, but as soon as you open your mouth, it kind of turns me off. So bye, <laughs> a, you know. There is definitely yeah. a, a pitfall in the community right now with all the like scattered teaching and, and shit. What that, do you What do you think? Too, I want to ask yeah. while we're talking about that. Do you think, and it could be just personal, but like with the way technology has gotten people we're, we're so sometimes detached in some way do you think that's affecting it too more so basically you're asking kind of like about online game internet game yeah or just like just, it's a this is a real broad I fucking question so, what my, do you think in my know. personal opinion you can answer it doesn't actually. have to be like I know I, I feel like certain and I'm only speaking from personal experience yeah. because I myself just like him I was bullied also growing up yeah. you know um, and then eventually I kind of grew out of my shell and then, you know, look around. <laughs> but, but back then, even when I was still slowly working on my social skills, right, like on, on meeting people, the only outlet that I had that I could, like, confidently um, meet people was on the internet. Okay. So, and this is back in the day before Tinder, before, you know, yeah. all this other Absolute shit that we have shit, now right. on our apps. It's like all just the internet, you know, Yahoo Chat, AOL Chat, whatever. Yeah. But that was the only place I felt comfortable because I wasn't actually, like, communicating in person, if you will, you know? So it's just kind of like, oh, if they want to meet me, they'll meet me, and then that's how I would end up meeting people. So I think, in my opinion anyway, with the guys that rely on that, 
that they, they, they kind of just they're dependent on it because they're yeah. like oh they don't have to deal with meeting people in real life right and, and you can Here's continue the on with this the rule the rule is for you to really date either one or more hot attractive women you have to talk to at least 25 new girls a week outside of your social circle and not online okay. right if you do that that's gonna get you the results you want and you'll develop the social skills to be successful anywhere right in addition to that online game Facebook uh, plenty of fi- plenty of fish tinder match um, okay Cupid all those things are great uh, you know, building a profile with great pictures sure. and some funny stuff, maybe quotes to relevant pop culture. Yeah, uh, but it's a bit edited. But if you don't, if you rely on that and you don't go out and you do the... Yeah. Uh, be a little bit more... Be, yeah. in, be normal in the and talk to people and do that 25, then even if you do manage to uh, get a cute girl to meet up off the web, the, uh, the chances of you being able to keep her are, are not so high. Yeah. And a lot of actually going out and getting those... 25 approaches or 25 interactions with women out under your belt is just a side effect of you working on developing your life and going out and exploring your town, exploring your city, right. and going out and finding cool places, you know, like this. Right. Um, and that's that's a lot of what we do with guys is we give them the you know social skills to go out and find those. You know, go on laweekly.com, go on wherever.com, and find you know the best of LA. Yeah. And go out to every one of those places and check it out yourself. And then while you're at that coffee shop that was ranked on their list, go up to one of the women there and be like, hey, so what are your favorite coffee shops in L.A.? What else do you like to take it? And see what else they said. So that's pretty much uh, what we've been working on. Um, in addition to that, we have um, two companies that we just started. One, because yeah. um, Dr. D and I are avid CrossFitters. <laughs> yeah, I see that. We um, decided to start a dating event geared towards people in the fitness community. Because, I mean, you know, you think about it, if you're a guy at the gym, sometimes you want to be a creep hitting on the chick that's working out next to you, right? So then you don't want to approach her and freak her out or whatever. And then for the ladies, ladies, you know, they're not wearing any makeup, they're sweating, the last thing they want is for guys to notice them or come up to them, right? Yeah. Or maybe they do, but the whole point is, is that we started this thing called AMRAP Speed Dating. AMRAP is an acronym in the CrossFit community that stands for as many rounds or reps as possible, which is very fitting because with speed dating, you know, you switch off like every three minutes. Gotcha. So it, it kind of fits. So um, our first event is going to be held in downtown LA at CrossFit 2 and 3, the box that we both work out at. Yep. Um, Saturday, April 25th. It's basically going to be 20 guys, 20 girls, three minutes each, complimentary beer and wine, and just a way for people in the fitness community to, you know, meet other sexy people. So, yeah, so tickets are 40 bucks, people. That's cheap, because what do you get for that? For the $40, you get uh, beer and wine, and you also get over, over, gosh, like two weeks of my time uh, going to almost every CrossFit gym in L.A., promoting this with flyers. On the inter- on the interwebs, wow. uh, we're trying to get it picked up by LA Weekly and some of the magazines. It's definitely a good enough story. Yeah, and we're and, got, and tickets are selling, so awesome. yeah. spots are definitely limited. So LA, if you're talent. listening, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make sure that we're, yeah, you, we're, you definitely yeah, and you can reserve your spot at Amrap Speeding at home. Yeah, and we're that's, working with a couple of PR oh, companies in downtown we'll that. too. And that's A-M-R-A-P, speeddating.com. Awesome. And for those that are curious, we do plan on doing a gay event as well. Right. Oh, cool. So, we have. 
So we can get, you know, cater to everybody. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know? We'll see if it, if the event carries on. It could be something that we do in San Diego and yeah, San Vegas as well. Definitely, that's awesome. Yeah. I think the word just has to carry out, and we get enough critical mass on Facebook. You guys, and are, idea, you guys are you guys are like relationship scientists. Man. It's true, and, and the, the idea behind the, it. What I do. The, the, awesome. idea, the idea behind it is to be able to hold it at different gyms, you know, so it's not just yeah. designated or limited to one area. Because obviously, so next our first this month is, we do it in downtown. Next month we have um, you know a gym that wants to host it in. Studio City, right? And I uh, know another gym in Malibu wants to host one the next month. So the gyms are excited. Uh, Santa Monica was super excited about it. Santa Monica CrossFit in Santa Monica was pretty excited. Yeah. So that's awesome. And then, so then the last thing uh, that we're well, gosh, I mean, there's so many different things. Okay. Is we've started uh, we have started a condom company, but we do not make the condoms. We make the custom envelope which go around the condoms which we can design any sort of logo it's like on. a it's like a condom uh, wallet or a condom pouch if you will right. it's basically an envelope and we yeah, brought we some samples here, for you right here which yeah. I'll be posting up and you know so you guys can see this so yeah it's basically there's one here that says squats are like sex the deeper you go the better it is it's right. awesome so yeah. we, we have our designs that we customize to go on like, here. Um, the, the, the initial idea behind it, it's called Snatch because Snatch is an Olympic lift, right? So I would we rather want, have one of these than shitty... Right? Yeah. And the, the, the idea behind it is we wanted to mix, you know, like fitness with sex and you know, the innuendos and whatnot. So we had designed like five different um, uh, logos uh, or designs, if you will, place them on the condoms and... Um, we want to make it for people that want. It's like a funny way of showing love to like a friend, a lover, a partner, or whatever. Um, or if maybe like. Yeah, this is kind of cool because if you do get, it's not like here's the cop. You're just kind of like here's. Yeah, the, right. it's, a, it's also a cute way. Like the, the we cool. offer, one of the things that we offer at snatchcondoms.com is a way to make your own custom condoms, right? So like when oh, you wow. see the ones that we have. If someone wanted to hold an event, maybe it's like some kind of campaign, like an awareness campaign or, or for their business empowerment campaign, or maybe they want to put so on their business. Know. We or could their design products. anything to put on there. That's right. They have the option of sending us their logo and us putting it, throwing it along with their social media or whatever links they want onto the condom envelopes. We make it and then we ship it out. Or if you're someone that is just starting out brand new or you want to make something funny but you don't know anything about design. Just tell us what you want, and we'll design it for you, and we'll give you a couple of drafts to see if you approve, and then you get your own custom condom envelopes. That's and awesome. it comes with condoms. So. And they can go to uh, snatch, S-N-A-T-C-H, condoms.com cool. to, uh, to find out how to make that happen. And you can order our designs off of there directly from the website, or it's obviously talk, talk to our design team about what you want. It's obviously fitness-inspired, but it's funny. But we can, um, we can do anything anybody wants. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's I like fun. It. it is yeah. fun. Yeah, we like it. I mean, everything we do, we don't. You know, we don't have the nine to five job, so we're we're totally into this stuff. We're constantly sitting at home, like, it. what else can we do? Like, <laughs> we came up with this idea for the condom thing, and I was like, that's fun. And then when we went around all the different CrossFit boxes and gyms and stuff. You know, so. On your guys, you know, a little free times. So what are you guys getting to do, or what do you like to do, or you know? So my my, uh, I have a Toyota Tacoma, which is a four wheel drive, and it is actually pretty well outfitted for off roading and overlanding. So when we get a free week or two, 
we usually uh, do road trips to different parts of the country and we, you know, off-road and camp in I mean, Sedona in the past or Yosemite. Year, we've gone to Yosemite, we've gone to San Diego, we've gone to Colorado. Awesome. We've gone to Utah. Uh, where else have we gone? <laughs> like, That's great. We've gone to so many different places. That's good. So yeah. you guys getting that out. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, we, we definitely... He has a, well, no, you forgot the most important part about your baby truck. Right. He's got a... Um, an overhead, a rooftop tent in the back of this truck. Wow. So, like, literally, you can just pop it open and then climb the little ladder and then bada bing, you're like, oh, wow. up in there. Oh, wow. It's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Great, man. And so, the truck, when it's when it's all rigged up, it's just like ready to go at any time. There's a, there's a big cooler in the back. Uh, the tent's, tent's on there, like she said, it's mounted at all times. So, all we really do is we buy ice and food and put it in the back of the, the pickup bed. And we shoot off to wherever we want to go. We have a we have one client coming in from the beginning of June for three months. A three month client. So that's a, that's my big flagship wow. program. That's a ninety day program. Oh yeah, you know what? We forgot to mention that. You should probably mention that now. So yeah. So the different ways to work with us. We do. We have the the forum and all my material on there for guys that just want to buy into that and work okay. through the internet. And then we do oh, cool. we do day to day we do day to day coaching. And then we also have the big big program. Where guys buy in, and for a premium price, they literally move into an apartment or into the same apartment building with Annie and I. And for 90 days, we literally do everything with them. Wow. And they learn everything from how to dress, to shop, to cook. They basically they live, hang out with us. It's, it's, it's living kind of based and breathing on, uh, everything that we teach. What's the That's fastest brilliant. way to become cool if you're kind of uh, shy or awkward? That's to directly model yourself off of someone. Right. And a lot of it is uh, just learning how to vibe around people and be normal. So that time where they come in, you know, in the afternoon and they're just like hanging out with us in the apartment and kicking it and talking and learning how to, you know, just take care of stuff and be cool and offer to pay for gas when we go out or, you know, do the dishes and, yeah. and just kind of like normal cool guy stuff and, and, and see what we do in our day in and day and, out. And of course, they're also forced to live with another female. Me. Right. Yeah. So they're forced to, to be normal around girls. To be normal around Give me. Give more comfortable. And socialize. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so in these, in these, um, it's like a residential program. Sorry. Like in, in these situations and so forth. So like these people, I mean, these guys particular are you guys working with girls too at all or is it just you know we, that's a good question i mean you are really we, we can um it's it's a little different uh, i was gonna say most of the women it. that i have talked about with this it's they they basically so there's a question a lot of women bring to me and so like you know what i'm not satisfied with all these guys that i've dated in my dated in my life and the question i immediately ask is so out of all the guys you've ever dated when you met them were any of these guys, uh, gentlemen, that you displayed interest in, or that you started a conversation uh, with, or was it all these guys that have just came up to you? So a lot of women will say, you know, either it's the guy's role to come up to them, right. or they don't feel comfortable going up to the guy, or they think that guys don't like it when women come up to them. Right. So the, the women that I've worked with before, it's working on creating what we call windows. You know, either it's through like eye contact or some social cues or opening their body language up to guys they are interested in. Right. To maybe let that guy overcome Courage. some of his shyness and start the conversation. Right. Or for the women that are confident enough or feel comfortable enough with starting the conversation, uh, giving them so a little more, little more design specific. I think I think later down the line we might work on something like that because I, I, I feel like I should because I know how to pick up men. So. 
<laughs> right. Well, no, it's a good. I mean, because um, again, you know, for myself, when being when I was in Pittsburgh at the time, the women there, for the most part, well, first of all, like it is the town thing and stuff, but generally, like at that time, I don't know. I can't speak for now. I don't know, but at that time, most of the time, a lot of women they were pretty forward. Right? Yeah. It wasn't as that so was much. Me a, in San it wasn't so much of a pursuit on the guy. Like I had a problem talking. I, I grew up with my mom and my sister. I didn't have my dad die when I was really young, so I would kind of was already comfortable, right, so to speak. Right. But of course, you're gonna make it that much easier. Okay, <laughs> but coming out here, it was like the complete opposite. It was like, it's like chase, you. yeah, okay. let me chase you, and I don't got yeah, a fucking LA, Bugatti. <laughs> LA is definitely different when it comes to the dating world, for sure. Yeah, I'll definitely agree with that one. But I just wanted to ask that. It, but what I was gonna also, what I was mainly asking too, sure. or forgot to ask. Um, these guys. So, did they know who you are yes. I mean, beforehand? So, I was gonna say, does that bring a level of like anxiety I, I sometimes? Think, I think some guys are maybe sometimes slightly intimidated. Slightly I, think it makes, I think it makes them more comfortable. Oh, okay, on, a cer- cool. on a certain level. So it's not too because they know that she's comfortable with this and that okay. she is open to having these conversations and okay. we make that so, we make that very apparent I mean like I definitely when I first meet these guys I tell them you don't have to be scared like talk to me you know what I mean Yeah. and then they realize that I'm not because I mean a lot of people just like you were saying earlier a lot of people look at his company and they're like oh you have all these porn stars you're working with like Oh, people like get focused on you, that, you know? right? And it's like the girls that we specifically work with, myself included, obviously, right. um, are all very intelligent women. We just yeah. chose this path in life because it was something that we love to do. Right. So you know, beyond the stereotypes, like, and and despite what people like to think, we're all very smart, sexually free women. That's right. That separates us right. from the other girls, you know. So um, a lot of guys come into this, and when they meet me for the first time, I think they realize how normal I am, really. You yeah. Know? Okay. Like, oh shit! Like she's totally cool, you know. Cool. And it makes it easier for them to. So with overall, me. it's been actually more positive than. It's I'm, been extremely positive. Good, Absolutely, good. and that's how we that's how we market it. Awesome. I mean, it is. That's that's one of the reasons the guys come to us. It's because they know that they can come to us, and they can talk about the best way to eat pussy or the best way to fuck a girl <laughs> or. You know, what's the best way yeah. for me to have anal sex with my girlfriend if she doesn't want it? Or where's the craziest place you've had sex? And they can ask all these questions to the girls that I work with, and nobody's gonna get closed off or fucking right. freak out so about weird. it. And, and it's crazy too because, you know, I have my, my radio show with Vivid Radio on Sirius XM 791. And in that outlet, I always kind of, it's, it's already a given thing. Like when I, like you said before, when we first met, I'm already giving sex advice on my radio show. It's talk, sex, it's sex talk radio. So what that means is, I always my topics are very sexually oriented. Obviously, um, you know, I pick a, I, I share a real life story or something that's happened, and um, I pick a topic from that. It's kind of like an open discussion. People are able to call in, and I have men and women call in asking for advice all the time. And sometimes I'll pick topics that are dating related. And I've had guys call in, and they're like, "Oh my god, I want you and and Doctor D here to to coach me. I need I need dating help." And so it kind of helps, you know. People realize that like we know what we're doing, we know what we're talking about, and that it's actually very good advice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it's cool uh, for the people that for the people that don't know what it was like to you know be the shy guy or not yeah. be the best looking guy in the room or to get made fun of. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of those people will never really understand what we do. Yeah. On the other hand, we we actually get some guys that were the cooler guys in college that were in fraternity, fraternities and stuff like that. 
they'd always just had those warm social situations when they were kind of introduced or it was their fraternity and sorority and it, it was very easy and yeah. then all of a sudden they you know they break up with their college sweetheart or something like that and they're in the real world and they don't have the confidence or social skills to approach people right off the cuff right and they come to us to learn those cold approach skills and to get that kind of confidence boost yeah yeah no I, I, I think I, I like I said I can't repeat it over and over I know for sure I was thrilled to have had like any help yeah. I was I did okay but you know like anybody you have your, and I'm a, your you know, I'm and, a, I'm and a, especially when you're moving to new places right. and it's yeah, different sure. it's a different you know that, that all and plays can, a part and what can I say you know I'm a, I'm a cool fucking cat and I, I know what it is like to work yeah. uh, 90 hours a week because that's what I did in residency and I know what it's like to fucking make shit money for the work you're doing so I also work with guys where they, they, they come at me and they're like man I want to do this but I can only afford to pay this much if it's not too much of a hit for me to take, I uh, I throw down and I usually oh. I usually do it. And I also offer um, yeah. anybody that's like just getting out of the military who has any sort of like active service history, I straight up do fifty percent off. Oh, so if, wow. if, if it's yeah. like seven hundred dollars a day, awesome. it's like three or three fifty a day. Awesome. Or if it's like two grand for like a week, it's like a thousand. So I mean, we that's do some cool. hard hardcore deals for the military guys. because yeah. I almost did that. I've got a lot of friends that were seals and <laughs> yeah, no, all that cool. stuff. So we, we throw mad respect to those guys and also with my medical history and having worked with guys, you know, on psych rotations that have PTSD and all that shit, we, um, we like to help guys kind of reintegrate into society if they need any help and, you know, yeah. don't have the fucking bankroll to roll it and we usually, um, we just cut some sort of a deal with the guys with what they can afford or to hit us back later down the line if they can do it and we just do it. That's awesome. So, Yeah. Covering it all. Yeah, man, we, we like we like what we do, um, and you know I'm not I'm not getting rich right now, but I I'm I'm affording to to live in downtown LA, and you know if we can we can spare the time to help help some guys out and show them how to have a fucking better life. There is there is no reason people for people to, to be stuck just because just because you don't have a flashy car and yeah. you're not classically good looking does not mean that you should be unfucking happy. Yeah, no, definitely. You know? Uh, yeah. And sometimes it takes me two days just beating a guy upside the head with, like, that fucking concept that just because you're, you know, shorter and not as good looking as everyone else doesn't mean that you don't have the self-confidence or self-worth to go out there and get what you want. Yeah, I'll give I'll give it for me. I mean, I... I, um, I had a girl, you know, that dated briefly for a, a moment. Years, it was just before, you know, my wife now. And... Um, she was beautiful, real beautiful and stuff, but it was just a whole bar approach type thing and all that. And um, she was taken aback because she wasn't even dressed to go meet anybody. And she was just like, dudes don't even approach me because maybe they think I'm out of their league or something like that. So if you think that, don't be afraid. Go for it. Yeah. You'll be surprised. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, that's the one thing a lot of yeah. these guys learn to like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I, you know, Again, it wasn't always like my thing. Like, just go for that. I'm always, I'm a person. It's like, if you're cool, that's more what I. I mean, obviously, looks. We, you know, you want to be pretty and all that. But on top of that, you got to be, you know, pretty cool yeah. in conversation or something yeah. there. Yeah. You know. And what happens when you're cool is people want to bring and you I around. And I think women, vice versa. You know, to, to yeah, sure. obviously. So we also deal with stuff uh, in in relationships with guys that are are dating girls and they. You know, they have questions about where they're at now or what their girls should be doing. 
And one of the co common things we kind of hear or see come up is, you know, my girlfriend won't let me do this, or I feel like I'm on a leash, or, you know, I can't have, she gets nervous when, if I have girlfriends and stuff like that. Yeah. And a lot of that goes back to maybe you picking a girl that's developing herself socially, sexually, emotionally, intellectually in the beginning mm -hmm. to, to more vibe on what you're going for and what you're growing to as a person. Yeah. And that also points into, uh, you know, finding people that are not so insecure yeah. and that understand the fact that you having a healthy social life and her having a healthy social yeah. life. Yeah, because I've been there. At the end of the day, actually, we'll just create more cool stuff for you both to do. Right. Invitations to, for events from friends and, you know, you need some me time, especially as relationships go on, man. You gotta have your thing to go do. Yep. Absolutely. If you're just together all the time and you start trying to pluck each other's eyebrows out. Yeah, I think that's important. <laughs> you, you guys want any more? Another round? Duh. <laughs> okay. That's great. Yeah. And then so, so you have work with couples as well. Yeah, that's cool. And there's also we also do. Um, there's another, another interesting uh, tangent that comes up. So I work with the you know super hot girls as our as our wing women sometimes, right? Yeah. So guys get to see what's it like to go out as me and him to meet girls, and what what is it like to go out with me and a girl or two or three to meet women. Okay. And it's a it's a double edged sword. There is a difference. It's a double edged yeah. sword. Uh, and in some ways, it's very helpful. And in some ways, you know, you'll still see like little jealousies come up between the girls. Yeah. Uh, and the girls are masters of subcommunication. Yeah, all it takes they are. Is, all it takes is one look from one girl, and then oh. that vibe is totally ruined. Yeah. In the group. I had I had a I had a I had a very insecure girlfriend for. Two, over almost three years uh, yeah. and uh, this one incident I'll always remember and it was like the point where it was like I probably should have that you know where you say oh I should have left at that moment type thing or something to that effect and it was going I think it was at a, that Krispy Kreme I don't think it's there anymore in Van Nuys that was, I don't know if you were even no. out, yeah whatever someplace so anyways I'm long winded so don't mind me no, 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 no. <laughs> so I uh, opened the door being a gentleman to some other girl who was younger, maybe a little attractive, whatever. I was not thinking of it. I was just being very, like, friendly. Open the door, and my girlfriend's time, she, like, fucking right, made the thing right? out after the fact. She goes, so what the fuck was, like, that, da-da-da, oh, you want her number? It doesn't like, matter. Jesus what, you know, um, whether, whether the girls are, are experienced with threesomes, whether they're total civilians, or whether they're in porn... People are people, and, yeah. and issues always come up. You know, you've yeah. got to manage expectations. Annie and I are actually, uh, one of our other projects is we're writing a book, and it's going to be uh, 100 approaches or 100 threesomes that we have. Oh, wow. So uh, a lot of times we go out and we pick up girls together. Okay. And so that really hasn't been documented anywhere in, like, the pickup literature about yeah. how, to, how to pick up girls together as a couple. And so we've had, I think... Um, I don't know, like six or eight threesomes since we've been together. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and all those are documented. Right? Oh wow, and it's gonna be—I uh, mean, it's gonna be a fucking epic book. Sounds like it, you know. Uh, and, There's and nothing we, out there like it. And no. we, also, we also document the one. There's nothing out there like what you guys are all covering. Period. <laughs> they're, period. They're, they're, um, I've been a sponger, and I'm just like. Uh. <laughs> we also document 
you know, the ones where, where it didn't work, where the girls, uh, you know, were were too inexperienced or they got like weird or or whatever or you know a lot of what we come up come across too and part of what you were talking about is all of a sudden the girls are like <laughs> is where a girl will see me you know as a not too bad looking dude and kind of come at me but then maybe ignore her because she's not bisexual and so then it's up to me to be like you know this random piece of pussy isn't worth like my fucking relationship right and you know this right one of the key things that a lot of guys maybe subconsciously do but they might not know or they just don't know is if you have your girl with you uh-huh. and you're talking to another woman uh-huh. or you're talking to a new girl you're trying to pick up is that the verbal goes to the new girl while the kino or the touch goes to your girl okay okay so like if we were just out and we were having a conversation with another super hot chick you know, all my touch is right here. Okay. We might, we might be having, like, fun conversations. So, the, so, okay, so the girl that's receiving conversation, what, what, what's usually, the, or she's, like, friend zone, or now she's... Well, say, say, we're, say, just say, like, a lot of guys run into, you know, what do I do? Like, I, okay. want, I still want to go out with my hot girlfriend. Okay. But I don't want to, like, have her get mad at me at the bar for being social oh, and okay. just talking being to, friendly. like, another woman. Okay. So if you're talking to that other woman, you can still be fun and like meet people, yeah. but your, gotcha. your touch goes to your girl, gotcha. and the talk goes to the new girl, okay. or whoever. That's just like a subtlety that I think people understand when they, when they see it. Yeah. But if you right. don't do it, if you're like if you're talking to this new girl, and then you then it becomes, you don't touch your yeah. girlfriend, and you're like, hey, what's up? Then all of a sudden, this girl's going to be mad at you. Right, right, right. right? Now, when you walked away, I was just uh, telling him about... A, we were talking a, mad shit about you. It's no, I had, a girlf- I had a girlfriend a couple years. She was mad insecure. And the one mo- it was like that moment... I was saying this one moment, like, way before we broke up. But, you know, you always go, oh, I probably should have just ended it there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I opened a, a door for a fucking girl, and it was like a fucking thing. Oh, issue. my God. See, I'm not like that yeah. at all. And but, was, I mean, obviously, for us to be, in this, like, to be in this lifestyle together, you know, if you're going to date someone like Dr. D, for instance this kind of um, yeah. environment you have to be secure with yourself and your relationship yeah. to not you know be jealous or whatever you know, like, there have been times where we were in Vegas and I would stay at home and work on the computer or whatever it is that I was doing while he would go out with some clients right. to the nightclubs and you know it's Vegas so he'll be out until 4 or 5 in the morning but I'm not at home texting him like every 5 minutes yeah, or yeah. calling him and then it's the minute he gets home I'm like so what happened you know what right. I mean and right. you can back me up on this. I've never done no, that. No, no, no. You're you know? great. You're great. You're great. Like, I'm very, su- I'm extremely supportive, and I know that he's as coming he described home his, As she described his balls. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Mine. Right? I mean, that's really the only thing. And, and like you were saying, when it comes to picking up women together, we deal with a lot of that type of shit. There's a lot of girls yeah. that'll look at him. I mean, look at him. A lot of yeah, people you... see him, and they're like, ooh, but then the minute they find out that I'm his girlfriend... They get weird because they're like, well, I don't well, do that. Because they're not bisexual. Because they're not bi. Yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. But then sometimes they'll agree, like, oh, okay, I'll do you both, but they'll just be taking one to the team for me, and then... Nice. Let's yeah. talk about, let's talk about uh, our one-year anniversary. Okay, our one-year anniversary was so fantastic. So let me, let, me, let me start. You can start, and I'll, uh, yeah, I'll jump in. So, go ahead. I'm going to go and get myself one real quick. You guys right on, right on. Me. All right, so for our one-year anniversary, I knew... There had to be something in epic nature to go down. Uh, you know, the both of us have a fucking amazing time together, doing all sorts of stuff. We've done a lot of different things together. So, what could I, what could I do to make something that would, would be kind of like a mind blowing event for all parties involved? I, 
I talked to one of our girlfriends who is this smoking hot little blonde chick who is in a ball of fun. And and I talked to her and I wanted to create a, a threesome that would be all about Frankie. Uh-huh. I, uh, I wanted to create an, uh, a threesome which would be all about Annie. And I talked to this little blonde thing and she is just like totally down. And, and Annie knows nothing about this. She thinks that I just have like a normal fucking nice dinner plan. So all of a sudden we'll just call her Blondie. Keep her anonymous. Right. Blondie shows up at our uh, apartment you know, this night at like 8 or 9 and she comes upstairs and, and and Annie is just like, oh shit, like I didn't know you were gonna come out with us, cool and then we're like, well shit, she has her birthday she has a birthday present for you, like but we can't show it to you right now, there's some other people here like, come, come into our room, we'll show it to you real quick before we head out and we immediately both push Annie down onto the bedroom and give her, uh, you know, an orgasm for the road together Oh wow! just to, just to get things started so, okay, so, wait a second, so this was a surprise... Surprise for... Annie and the girl? Surprise to Annie. Annie more so. The, the girl other, was in... The other girl and I were in cahoots. She was already, okay. She was in on it. Wow. So... so she must have... Oh, dude, it was, a, it was a fucking epic. So we go down, and Frankie doesn't... I mean, we go down, and Annie doesn't know about it. But there's a stretch limo waiting for us in front of the apartment. Oh, I shit you not. Like, when we went downstairs, right... So he just, I'm just going to recap. Yeah. He just said how he was in cahoots with the girl and they went down on you. So yeah, like, it I was said, funny. They come in. And you the, didn't know, so that was, you must have just. Yeah, like, I, like, I actually was, she was, I wasn't expecting to see her. Like, we're waiting there with one of our, one of his clients, actually. He's waiting in the living <laughs> room. crazy. And she shows up and I'm like, oh. And then he's all like, oh yeah, she has uh, something she wants to show you. And I'm like, Okay. So I, being completely oblivious to what's going on, I go, we go into the bedroom, and as soon as we walk into the bedroom, they shut the door, throw me onto the bed, and just spread, they're like, they tag team on me, and I'm like, okay, one for the road, I guess. And we come back out, and the guy that's waiting in the living room, he's just like, all right, this is going to be one of those nights. And so, <laughs> I shoot you not, we go downstairs to, um, of our building, and all of a sudden I see this stretch limo, and I make a joke. I'm like, unbeknownst to me that it's actually our limo. I make a joke. Hey guys, our ride is here. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and so all of a sudden I see the girl talking to the driver, and I'm like, oh shit, this is our ride. What? The fuck is going on right now? And so, so I I'd already talked to the driver, and I was like, all right, well let's like let's not just go right to the club. Let's go bounce around downtown. Let's go stop in front of a bunch of cool different landmarks. So, you know, we go out in front of Disney Hall, stop there, jump out, take some pictures, stop in front of, uh, you know, this different park with a bunch of fountains and take some pictures, cruise by a couple of different spots, and then end up uh, at bottle service at this... No, 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 uh, you're forgetting. We, were, we get back into the limo on the way to the nightclub that we're going to, the, the bar. That's right. And as we're in there, homegirl just jumps on top of me and we're, like, making out the limo, um, shit, clothes are flying, right. all of a sudden Titties he jumps, out. He jumps in, we have pictures and videos of this whole event, he jumps in, next thing I know, he's fucking around with my girl, I'm just sitting there, and there's actually a really fantastical picture to describe our relationship, okay, because people hear like our lives, they're yeah, like, they there's no it. way, they don't believe it, yeah. there's a picture of me <laughs> in the limo with a big smile on my face while he's fucking the other girl, <laughs> Not the one with me smiling. No, no, no. Show him the one where I'm like smiling, like the one where. Yeah. So like literally, there's like a, a classic photo of me like 
chilling on the back of the limo, and, and he's just like, I'm just like smiling. But no, so we end up um, we end up going, getting to Lock and Key, this this fantastic speakeasy over in Koreatown. We get there, we have bottle service, we have a table and everything, and me and this girl. We're like pulling chicks from all over to our table. Wow. So like this guy who's a student of his, a client, he's just, we're acting as great wing girls. We're getting all these girls. You know, he's getting girls, pulling them back to the table. Me and this girl are making out with like all these different chicks. And apparently, the owner of the speakeasy like knew who we were. So they start tweeting anything <laughs> in the house, popping bottles. Oh, and I'm like, what? I'm like, I must be making out with too many chicks right now for them to be noticing, you know? And um, next thing I know, these two Asian girls, I'm like making out with one of them. She starts making out with my girlfriend. So we're trying to get her to come back with us, right? Uh-huh. And she's with a girlfriend who has a boyfriend, right? But her boyfriend's not there. Yeah. But she's like trying to throw her girlfriend on us, like, go, you should have fun, come on, you know, yeah. blah, blah. I was like, have you ever been with a girl before? And she's like, no. I was like, have you ever had a threesome before? And she's like, no. I was like, you're coming back with us. And her friend, she's getting, like, validation or, um, like, support, from, support her from her friend, like, is this cool? Her friend was like, I'll come Her friend's like, you. I have a boyfriend, but I want you to fuck them while I watch. She's like, I just want to come watch yeah, or whatever. Boy, girls so we, are crazy, we get dude. back into the limo. We get back into the limo, and I, this little Asian thing that's like... Yeah, I've never been with a girl before. I was like, you said you've never been with a girl before, right? I go in, pull her pants off, I start eating her pussy. And then my other girlfriend comes in. <laughs> we trade off. She starts sucking on Dr. D's dick. Nick, and then the poor guy that's with us, he's like sitting on the other end of the limo. And the partition is still like, down. So the driver can see everything going on in the back of the limo. Fucking stupid, man. Stupid. And then all of a sudden I tell the girl, the Malaysian girl, I'm like, she said you've never eaten pussy before, right? So I push my girlfriend down under her back I was like come here and I start teaching her showing her like techniques how like, to so eat you pussy know how you, wow. you know how you like your pussy and I, well, this is how you do it so she does it with me and it was just gonna be closer back. and at some point she got scared and was like oh no 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 that's it I'm done I'm just gonna watch like she starts sucking on his dick and she's like I'm good I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch and so there's this I'm gonna have to find the picture but there's this awesome photo of me just sitting there next to this agent just smiling that's... while he's you know getting his fuck on with another girl and that's our relationship a lot of people don't get it yeah. people don't understand it people don't believe it until yeah. they see all this shit and they're like what the fuck that's but that's why welcome I have to our crazy that's life. why I have a dumpster ass right, right? You know, I mean, <laughs> see so whoever stayed this long now in the podcast you're fucking real happy right 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 you're already happy but now you you're really fucking happy so then we got home and we tied her up oh yeah this oh, was boy. just me him and fuck my girlfriend fuck 50 shades of motherfucking dude, gray 50 yeah, shades no, of gray don't got that, that fucking my shit suck, dude. So I have, a, I, have a, I have a fuck saw, which is a reciprocating saw with a special attachment to put a dildo onto it. So it's right, right. Right. So I take Frank, I, 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 t- I take Annie's ass, and I'm fucking her in her ass, and I have Blondie fuck sawing her pussy. Right. Oh wow! Yeah. So I mean, this girl is just. Double and I was stuck. blindfolded for like ninety percent of the entire night. Like, yeah, we, we had her blindfolded. At it. We were going at it until like what six in the morning. Dude, oh we fucked God. all night, dude. It got to the point where finally Blondie had to just go home, dude. She's she like, like, I have a dog that I need to walk, have... you guys. Oh shit! I mean, it was fucking all night. <laughs> but you know, we're in, in the this, Okay, so this is the one year, the one year celebration. This is our this year is anniversary. Our anniversary so I can only imagine what year two is gonna bring. But I just want to make enough this, money to do it in an airplane. And this is another thing too, a perfect example of like being friends with people that you have sex with like you know this blondie that we're speaking of she's like mm-hmm. really good friends with us you know she has her own boyfriend as well and she's had open relationships whatever but um this is the kind of friendships we have with certain people yeah. you can um 
have sex with them, but also be friends with them. You know, it's not weird yeah. Yeah, awkward, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And I love that. Yeah. I love that about, like, you know, a lot of people. Well, not I, every I think, girl that we've banged is like that, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I, if, I think, because I think if you're going to get into that, you have to have some fucking trust. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know if we mentioned this at all, um, but in the beginning of our relationship, we were living apart. You know, he was living in Arizona, I was living in LA, obviously. Yeah. And um, he straight up had an open relationship, yeah. you know. But we were, the thing is, on. it's all about honesty and communication. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. our whole thing was, you know, just tell each other what's, what's up. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm gonna bang this chick or whatever. I'm gonna bang right. this dude. I actually, I actually fucked several girls when I was in Arizona. And I told them everything about my relationship with Annie. And so after I was done fucking them, they would, uh, I would pull out my fucking, like, GoPro or my iPad and take a video and they would be like what's up Annie thank you for sharing your cock with me wow yeah. just like uh, yeah they understood yeah. their place and they thought it was they were totally okay like some, just, people, some people are weirded out by that like oh this is just so strange but other people they respect yeah they're like oh you know what a lovely I was like you know this is you're gonna, if you wanna like I'm happy to have fun with you but my my fucking girl is in LA right now so yeah. if you wanna have um, you know fun while we're here like that's cool but you know she knows everything and Sometimes Annie would uh, call in and be like, you should totally let him stick it in your ass. Like, I, I Skyped him once. I Skyped him once. Or no, FaceTimed. I FaceTimed him once while I was getting my fuck on with some other people. It was like a bunch of girls and a guy. And then, like, you know, I was like, hey, what's up? Because he didn't believe me. I was like, it's 7 in the morning. What's going on? <laughs> so, so that was like our relationship before. And then now that we obviously live in the same city, we live together. Yeah. Um, we found it more fun for the both of us to just do things together. Yeah. You know, so, and we both lived the whole open relationship thing before. Right, right, right. It's just, we're working on this book together, had to pick up shoes together, and... So, are you still active in adult entertainment outside of this? Yeah, I, I mean, I know it's different for a it's, lot of Yeah, you know, now. like, I... just I, want to get your opinion on like, all the, that. I, the business is very different than the business now, because of piracy and tube sites, like completely killing the business. Right. Um, you know, it's just not the same. Yeah. Companies that were big back when I was working consistently are completely bankrupt or gone or sold out. They sold their company to somebody else. Right. Um, changed their name, whatever. Someone else owns it. It's like all fragmented. Whatever, whatever the case may be, a lot of companies were losing money, and yeah. they still are. There's yeah. a lot of girls that are brand new that have only been in for a few months to a year, less than a year, that don't know any better and they'll take jobs for way less than what I would even prefer. Yeah, even like and agree, that hurts think it of too. agreeing to take it and that's what hurts it too because yeah. but, you it's, these, but it's by default right? yeah and there's like all these girls in the business that are still in the business that have been around since I've been around or even before since right. long before I even started and um, it's killing the business for them because all these new girls when you think about it they're, they're, they have like shit pay from their regular day jobs that when someone offers them a little bit more but tremendously less than what A-listers are getting they'll be willing to take it since companies can't afford to pay big rates well some not all they'll, you know these girls will take it and then all the other girls that deserve suffer. it suffer yeah. so me it's like I, I don't I don't ever regret being in the business I love it I'm not saying that I'm retired I hate using that word right like I'll take a job if there's a company that that I have a good rapport with that I'm friends with um, that I know will pay my rate or I know will take care of me or I know that I'm in good standing with you know sure I'll possibly maybe take it but right now my focus in life is to work on all these projects that Dr. D and I are working on 
Um, no, it makes you know, sense. It, it, I'm more excited to work on this stuff now because it's brand new and it's it's fun. Yeah. You know, not that I didn't have fun in adult because I sure did. But yeah. like I said, I don't like using the word retired. I'm not yeah. retired. I'm still a part of it because I have my radio show, which right. is sexually oriented. It's part of Vivid, which is Vivid Entertainment, right. one of the biggest companies in the business that you know. Um, they do all the, the sex tapes, the quote unquote sex tapes, from the celebrity sex tapes. Yeah, it's sustainable, you know. For the girls, it's like how long do you want to stay in the business? Do you yeah. Wanna- Ride the business out until you're playing like a milf role, or yeah. do you want to, you know, yeah. add your fucking? Well, 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 then I've seen that. I, 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 I kind of, you know, I, you know, because I've been fucking watching since yeah. fucking VHS sure. and yeah, everything yeah. Oh, else, same. And, you know, and yeah. and watching, you know, scrambled channels trying That's to see. That's me. Yeah, I went first time to watch scrambled channels, but, so you know but uh, I was yeah. gonna say, it, it, you know, the, I've seen that the cam thing is big, and yeah, we which I, I think it's awesome that. That exists. Really big. I, I love webcamming because it gives a chance for my fans to see me because they don't more see intimate. me in too many new films That's the lately. Money maker for companies. So. I will say this though, I can't really say that I'm retired anyways because I still have my website, anycruise.com, where I have all my exclusive content so okay, you can find anywhere else. So it is I still, good. Yeah, so so I still have my website, I haven't shut that down, so technically, you know, yeah. I still consider myself part of the business. Yeah. Um, people um, interact with me on there. Um, and I run my website myself, so it's not like people are interacting Good. with some random schmuck, you know. I just want to ask because I know or heard, you know, I've heard of girls they don't know, they would have their site, but you know, some webmaster fucking yeah. Directed. And that's and that's what, so, what works in my favor is the fact that I run it myself. You actually run it. So I run good. it myself. Okay, cool. Um, I do everything. I upload the content. I edit the content. Everything is pretty much awesome. done by me. So I still have my website. I cam every now and again, so it gives a chance for fans to still see me, and it's fun, you know. Um, it's really funny though because I get a lot of fans that will watch me on camera, mm-hmm. but they just want to talk about comic books, <laughs> right? And yeah, video games. You have that part, and it's, it, I'm not complaining. It's fun for me because I'm like, oh, you want to talk about Batman? Let's talk about Batman. I can talk about that all day. Yeah, you know, and, and guys just want to talk to me. So that's definitely a fun thing that I do lately. But um, as far as like business stuff, like. My focal point is all this dating and lifestyle design stuff. Interesting. I think it's an interesting it's time. It's taking the brand. I think it's know? an interesting time. It's taking her brand. You know, like, going up. You know Skin Diamond, I'm sure. Yes, I know her. I and love her. She's, she's, one of my last movies I shot was for her. She was on, I was listening, because I listen to a lot of podcasts and sure. stuff because of my job and all that. And um, she she's, a, she's into music. I guess she's also wanting to, re- or she is recording some stuff for her own. But I'm just saying, it's it, it's such a cool time now that where like that as a porn star years ago, it was like you were just so in that bubble. Yeah, and that's and exactly. now you could do so much more. Well, any, any of the girls yeah. that are yeah. smart will take their name they build and oh, try yeah. to build it into a brand. Do something else and just yeah. yeah. You know, they either they either can start their own toy lines, or, right? Or something. Well, yeah, it started usually from that. Otherwise, otherwise like, they, they you know the Jill Kelly's and all that. Yep, exactly. Yeah. They don't make the money. Yeah, yeah, the, the smart because like smart anybody girls can do porn, brain. right? But unless you stand out from the rest, and unless you you know, because the typical lifespan of a girl that gets into porn is six to twelve months. Wow, know? really? Is that yeah, cool? like it's very. I didn't know that. I mean, the business at any given moment has like over a thousand women. It's always you know anybody can do porn. Yeah. It's like you know anybody can just jump in, but. Unless you make a name for yourself, I got lucky for having started so many years ago. And people, I can walk down the street and someone be like, "Oh my God, Andy Cruz," you know. So tell me, like, so, uh, so how did it start for you? You know, my I actually fell into it on accident. Really? Uh, yeah, like I, I was kind of promiscuous when I was in college. You know, I kind, kind of. of came out of my shell, and yeah, <laughs> inner whore decided to come out. But um, 
But I literally was like, I was an exhibitionist, like a legitimate exhibitionist in that life. In your personal life. Like in my personal life, because you know you live in the dorms on campus, you're basically sharing one big box with somebody else, so you're not, there's no separation, there's no partition, there's no walls. So like, we would have parties in the dorm room and I would just get my fuck on right there and put on live sex shows for everybody, you know? That was my life in college. And so... If you one only of my have webcams then, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so one of my friends, actually, I started webcamming before I even got into porn. Really? But I was doing it for free. I didn't even think I, because I was, because you know, when you're an exhibitionist, yeah, by definition, just, you are someone that gets off on publicly on the act of, showcasing, you know, right. the act of showcasing yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is sexually. So I loved going on webcam and online. This is back in the day of like Yahoo camps, yeah. where like 50, 100 people could be watching your camera or whatever. So I wasn't charging anything because I was just having fun, like, just fucking around on webcam. And so one of my really good friends at the time hit me up and said, hey, you know, I don't know if you'd be interested in this, but there's this, this website. And he sends me to this website, AsianFeverGirls.com. It's like a bunch of Asian girls naked. And I was like, oh, dude, that's so easy. Like, I could do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hit up the guy um, that owned the website. Unbeknownst to me, it was porn. Because when I had first perused the website, like, I just thought, I thought it was a bunch of Asian naked chicks. A bunch of naked Asian girls or whatever, you know, like, just posing for photos and stuff. So I meet with this guy, and I realized, oh, shit, this is, like, porn porn. (laughs) And I used to watch a shit ton of porn before I even, like, started making it. And, and, um, coincidentally, a lot of lesbian porn, so... Um, my first scene ever was October 2003. I was like a month shy of turning 19. I did a girl-girl scene in San Francisco, and I just fell in love with being in front of a camera. And then eventually I made my way to my first AVN as a fan. I met all these big stars. I met Jan Jameson. I met all these, like... All the ones, yeah. Yeah, Patrick. I was like, I was like yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. And um, and then everybody, because the thing that worked in my favor, and, I, and one of the reasons, true reasons I believe that, like, I was able to get to where I am today in the business is that at any given moment, there's only a handful of Asian girls in porn. Because if you think about it, Asian families in general, culturally, are very conservative. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to be a doctor. Or no, you're going to be a nurse. You know what I mean? So there's just not very many Asians. I saw that at first hand. Yeah, and it's just a fact. I mean, 11 years, uh, 12 years now almost, of being in the business, um, I've seen, you know, Asian girls come and go and only... A very few have stuck around. The ones that stick out, yeah. And even the ones that do stick around, there's you can only you can count them on one hand yep. how many Asian girls. Yep. So that's what kind of works in the favor of the Asian girls that do come to the business because there's not very many of us. So, so there you go, Asian advertising. And they're so when freaks. I so when I went to AVN for the first time, AVN is basically for nobody that knows anyone listening that doesn't know what AVN is. It's a built video network. It's basically the Oscars of porn. Right. So it's a big convention in Las Vegas, and they have a big award show. Um, when I went to my first ABN, and this is back in the day when business was still booming and really big, I basically, um, people saw me and they were like, who's this Asian girl? Who are you? And everyone just wanted to figure out who I was, where I was from, who, who's my agent, blah, blah. And so eventually I ended up going to LA. And this, so this was January 2004 when it was my first ABN. And by June, May, June-ish, I um, was finding myself moving to Horn Valley. Wow. And so I've been in L.A. since. Because wow. <laughs> when, 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 when I met you years ago and so forth, mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know. I had no clue. And that's funny. And then, and then, and then, all of a sudden, of course, I'm doing whatever and checking out stuff, and I was like, "Hello." Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny 
because when I meet people, right? Right. I, I'm not. The, I'm obviously not the type of person cool, you know. that wants to meet people and be like, "Hi, my name is Andy Cruz." You may have. Of course, you know? of course. But it's funny that you say that because I've had friends, like in San Francisco, for example, where I would like meet them at a party or a bar or whatever, and we'd become friends, and then like we'd friend each other on Facebook. And this happened to one of my really close girlfriends that I'm really good friends with. She had no idea, like, who I was or what I did, but we became friends on Facebook, and all of a sudden, all of her friends were like, oh my god, you're friends with Annie Cruz, and she's like, yeah, so? <laughs> and then, like, she hits me up immediately, yeah, texting you, me, you, you have, like, call me right now, call me right now, I need to talk to you, and I call her, she's like, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, are you mad? She's like, no, but I had no idea, and all my friends are, like, so jealous that I'm friends with you. <laughs> right. right. So it's hilarious when people find out, like, a different different way right. for the most part if people are like aware of like the business or whatever they're like oh you know whatever but yeah. it's more fun when I meet people that like obviously don't follow porn and then yeah and then they come into it yeah, yeah. I think we're, we're both pretty fucking pumped about this upcoming week because we're breaking out the wireless mic we're breaking out the GoPro and we're gonna get a bunch of footage from you know the both of us picking up girls with our client with all the other porn chicks at lunch with all the other porn chicks and, and what, and what are the girls again their names Kaylani Lay which, who's yeah, really one of the top yeah, um, she's porn beautiful. stars in the business yeah. she's been super in the business cool laid back years and Anna Fox oh I've right. seen her many times trust yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anna Fox beautiful yeah. African American chick and then uh, Little Blonde Bombshell Ash Hollywood oh so cool. it's a fucking cool team I mean we represent everything you know fucking Asian white black whatever you fucking want we got it, and no discrimination here. No discrimination right. here, clearly not. Uh, and we're ready to. We're, we, we are super pumped because the reel we're gonna cut is gonna be a sizzler reel to get picked up on some sort of reality TV show. Yeah, you know, and it's it nothing else. It's exists. so fun, I, and it, it, it's so cool that that's happened. But it, I just wanted to just put it out there, anyways. It was like a while back. Uh, me and Renee were talking about. Just because our circle, like everybody we know, and it, how did it come up? I was like looking at like I was like doing that, you know, you're like looking at the houses you like to be in in, the, in, right. in L.A. Yeah, yeah. And I found like this chateau. It's, it's oh, badass. It's a rental now. Like they didn't oh, they shit. didn't sell it. It's badass. And I was like, oh my god. I was like, this could be like. Imagine we had this crazy reality show. Yeah. You like well, that's the goal. And we're doing like. That's a, cool. Oh, like, we have a wedding going on, and there's, like, a porn shoot going on at the same time. But <laughs> same you would know, because it's, because so, it's so huge. ridiculous, yeah, yeah. you know. So our, our goal yeah. is to, uh, if, if we get the, a good show, and they want to do the social experiment thing. That's so cool. Where a guy comes and lives with the two of us for yeah. 90 days, and yeah. we just fuck, you know, fuck yeah. his life up in a good way. No. Is no, to do yeah. something like, uh, you know, a $5,000 a month apartment in downtown L.A. at 717 Olympic. Or some other super sexy place, right? And that would fit, you know. And and the guys that end up working with me, you don't you don't have to date a, a ten, you don't have to date a nine. You just right. you have to date somebody who is taking care of themselves, working right. on improving themselves, right? It's, you know, somebody that has standards for themselves in their life, right? But also at the same time, the guys that come and work with me, they usually they usually pursue. Pretty high caliber people, right. high, high caliber women, and and it just makes for uh, an awesome life. You know that they meet awesome people, they have the skills to meet awesome people, and then once they leave and they have their own wings, 
they hit me up in another few months or another year, and they, you know, they tell me how they're doing, or they invite me to different things, or they invite Frank or uh, Andy. So you, you, Andy got, you got things. a lot of. I mean, I'm sure also you. I mean, the byproduct too. I mean, just changing yeah. people's lives in some ways. I mean, and, and it, also, it must be fulfilling in that. Absolutely, fact. and the and the guys that get this sort of training and work with me, you know, they, they have respect. They're they're not the t- sort of guys that are going to stab you in your back or fuck with your yeah. girl or try to mess up your yeah, relationship. Well, they, they understand that it, there's an abundance in the world. Well, you know, I mean, if you're dishing out to be willing to not only pay the money, even you're getting a ma- like a, a lot for your money, right. but to be willing to even do that and spend the time, I mean, come on. Yeah. That'd be pretty fucking psychopathic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, you know, you know, I mean, in a lot of circles, you run into people that... You know, if there's a breakup or something, there's sides to take. You know, we, we teach how to deal with that. And, and you know, listen, if 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 I'm a guy, if say say you and I, yeah. you know, we're really good friends, and we were both still single and dating around or whatever, and there was a girl that you were dating and that you kind of went through a little bit of a messy breakup with, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to say anything to me. If I knew that happened, I would unfriend her on Facebook. She'd be out of my phone, yeah. and I would never deal with her uh, again. Okay. Right. Just like no drama. Yeah. Right? Just done. That's cool. Right? Yeah. But a lot of guys, a lot of guys love the validation. They won't do that. Uh, you know, the, and, and the, some of the girls, when they break up, so I, I, I never you. got that. I always, I've always yeah. like, and it, you know, because I feel, you know, back before all this shit, I mean, when I'm done, it's like fucking done. That's you know? me too. I told him, I was like, whenever I have all my past relationships that I mean, ended, there's been, okay, I'll yeah. say one, there's one, we're still cool. Like it was, it, but it was cool, you know. We're still friends, and we could. There are, know, there are definitely. There, but that's. There are definitely rare. women out there that if they break up with a, a guy, they will, they will try and hit up his social circle or his friends. Right. Right. And like that's like so not cool. Yeah, totally. Uh, and especially you know some some guys, right? Or they don't, they don't have this mindset. They're desperate. They love the female approval. And then all of a sudden, it's it's super weird. And so you know, you don't, you just don't do tolerate any of that stuff. So we, we teach guys how to you know how to respect their guy friends too. Yeah. And how to be a good friend. Right. Right. All that stuff when you're when you're going through all this shit. Yeah. No. I, and it's it's uh it's interesting. Usually, if I have a really shy guy that I'm working with, I almost advise them not to get a. A serious girlfriend uh, yeah. for the first year right. after yeah. they learn this stuff because they usually oh, don't have the relationship skills to handle it, right? And they usually end up kind of getting um, too attached or kind of used, used and abused by some of these girls. Oh, yeah, true. You know, yeah. before they have especially a little bit of their belt. Especially if they're inexperienced with dating in general. Yeah. Because a lot of these guys don't have, haven't had relationships yeah. or have only had one. It was like a high school thing, you know. What's the um, What's the general age range you got you're oh, dealing dude, with? Is it really pretty big? It's pretty, 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 pretty wide. Really? Pretty wide range. So we we deal with uh, a lot of your higher educated folks that are coming out of college. Uh, you know, in IT, medicine, different things like that, that are like, oh shit, you know, I've spent all this time in the library pursuing yeah, higher education totally in my cut career. Off from the social. Yeah. Didn't develop. So we had like the twenty-eight to thirty-ish range. Right. right. And then we have the guys that are a little older, between you know, maybe 40 and 50, that are going through divorce land and want to get their mojo mojo back. Um, yeah. We'll sometimes get the, the college guys 
that are trying to figure themselves out there, which is actually really lucky for them because they're so young to try yeah, and learn this stuff. Yeah, starting off young. Um, like that one guy that was like a divorcee, he was like 55, who was married for like 20 years, and he basically forgot what it's like to even like pursue women. So yeah. he needed the help to get back out there, you know? So it's like all walks of life, different ages. Um, I don't know what else. Well, I think one of the biggest things to point out is that... The classic, uh, classic stuff that you would think like classic cool guy stuff, like oh I, I was in the uh, you know I served in the military or I've gone in I've gone on all these adventures you know I've climbed mountains I right. I played sports things to impress. Sometimes it doesn't correspond to uh, skill with women. Right. So some of the guys that you think would do really well just haven't developed that. So sometimes we'll get guys that have you know coming back from you know, Iraq or something, and they they just need that. They they've done all this awesome shit. You know, they've seen combat and all that shit, but they don't know how to talk to girls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, 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 so tough guy stuff or like lifting lots of weights or whatever doesn't necessarily correspond to skill with women. True. So I'm gonna ask. I want to ask it from you. So, um, I I think that like you know asking questions. If I, you know, thinking of my single man view, like right. asking the woman questions, is that a good approach? If you're just going to give a general, like, asking, like, the, the guy talking to the woman, asking you questions. Like, in general? Opposed, opposed to, like, talking so much about himself. You don't want to talk about so much about yourself because then, just to give it like then you just look piece. like a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's like multiple multiple there's, sides to that coin. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know there. I know. It depends, I know. depends really, like yeah. on what exactly it is you're talking about. You don't want to come at someone and be like, "You want to know what I do for a living? Oh, let me tell you, I'm a Absolutely. CEO of CBS." You're definitely or right on that. You don't want to come at someone like that. Where it's just like all about me, 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 me. Yeah. You know, you kind of want to include the girl because then you're going to lose her interest yeah. unless she's really that fascinated with yeah. like you're the CEO of CBS and the God. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's that. It really depends, though. Like you were saying, I mean, you want to continue working on this. Leading the conversation with uh, playful topics mm-hmm. is is important. A lot of the girls you're going to meet, especially if you're doing it during the daytime when they're not in a bar or a social environment, mm-hmm. are going to maybe give like. 20 or 20 percent of the conversation back to you. So if you don't have 80 percent to say to kind of get that conversation started, okay. you might f- find so you yourself stalling have to get out. it going. Yeah. So if you can leave the conversation with interesting topics to kind of yeah, kick it, spark it, at least in the beginning, that can be fucking magic. Yeah. Right. And then after that, I I think what you're saying is asking interesting questions to get them to talk about themselves or life in general or whatever is gold. And I think steering away, and interesting is the key key word here because you don't want to ask like mundane questions, you know, like, so what's your favorite color, you know? Yeah. Or, uh, you know, you want to ask like interesting stuff that'll spark There's there's a specific method to... uh, Asking sort of interview questions, we, we call them like, "Where do you live? What do you do?" Yeah. All right. So when you're when yeah, you're, you don't want to hammer when you're when yeah. you're when you're meeting a girl for the first time, even if she's totally fucking dropped and gorgeous, you, know, you, you you have to come from this frame of you're not sold yet, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even if I walk up to a girl and I'm like, 
fucking, you were so fucking sexy. Like, I had to get to know you. Like, what's your fucking name? Right. You know? <laughs> you know what, though? Like, I only like, I only really like girls that are you know, kind of adventurous and can get dolled up in the club, but also, you know. The listeners aren't uh, viewing this, but. Right, right, right. Donald just basically hit on me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, what's up, dude? What's up? <laughs> You gotta, you gotta come from that point of where you're kind of sizing another person up. Like, even though she's a drop dead gorgeous. Well, can I cut you off right there? You that's, gotta, you gotta see if they, they can hang. That's the thing because drop dead gorgeous women, they know they're hot, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, I got this, whatever. You kind of have, like he was saying, you have to like make it kind of work it, for it's, in a way. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the, in the, its basic essence, it's the art of flirting. And right. That's the, that's the art of giving each other a little bit of shit and kind of like testing each other to see if you're on that same level same of cool. Same level, yeah. Right. Same level so of cool. So you want like a girl that's dropped in gorgeous but super uptight. Like can't right. take a joke, you know, you make something, you say something funny and they're like totally like uptight are, about it. There are many, many, many different types of attraction bits that you can use to, to kind of test one another and, and be playful and, and humorous when you're starting to get to know girls. But one of the one of the classic ones is, you know, you fall back into that evaluator frame. You know, you're fucking smoking hot, but, you know, can you, you know, I'm, I'm too high maintenance for you. Can you keep up? Yeah. I, I, no, I'm just... Uh, so test them out. Yeah. You're not, that, the girl that, you're not the girl that takes three hours to get ready to go out, are you? Yeah, this girl, uh, you know, the one I met at the bar, and it was, I call it the quick flame we had. We had that three-week crazy... Right. That's fun, man. It was fun. It was fun. Y'all didn't see those eyes. It was fun. It was fun. No, it was fun. But, um, Do you have video to prove it? No. No. <laughs> Don't have anything. You know that, you know that anymore. I, I have a. I have an encrypt, wife, I have an encrypted hard drive. All up. No, just, <laughs> oh but, shit! <laughs> no, it wouldn't be this this year's. But um, threw on my train of thought. She yeah. doesn't. She doesn't know that I have an encrypted hard drive of my encrypted hard drive. And she doesn't know. Oh, about. anyways, I know oh. about encrypted hard drive. This is nuts. But so you were saying just now that it was like a three week, three week fling or something. Yeah, it was. It was a quick thing. I fucking threw my my train of thought off. What, what I was going to say, but it was like. About, um, but. Fuck. It was like. About, yeah, I was talking about picking up girls, like testing them, evaluator frame. Yeah. Um, um, fuck. It doesn't matter. We can talk. Matter. We can just go matter. on. I'll, I'll come back well, to it. So back on that whole topic of like asking interesting questions with our AMRAP speed dating event, which we forgot to mention. He's obviously Doctor D here is obviously going to be the MC of the event. I'm going to be hosting as well. You know, I'm going to be passing out drinks and stuff, making people feel comfortable. Um, but one of the I know things what I that we're but I'll come back to it. Okay. Well, the one thing that we were going to do with the whole swapping of the you know the girls are going to stay stationary. Yeah. So how is so that how is that setup going to work? So it's, we're going to have tables and chairs, and basically the girls stay put, and every three minutes the guys move, they switch places. Okay. Right? But make so it a little more fun. I'll just say it's a little something different here going on. You know, instead of just, oh, just swap and do whatever. The typical bullshit. The typical bullshit. He's going to give out a different icebreaker for each three round. Rounds. So each so three minute some... round, he's going to, like, give an example. Like, uh, what's your spirit animal? Yeah. Right? Like, tell right, me your spirit right, right, and right. why. Okay. I mean, I've got, they'll vary in levels of intensity. All right, so this is what I remember. So when I started talking to the, this three-week hot streak, we really call it. Right. Um, it became, this was her first reaction, or not first reaction, but when it became like, like there's interest there. She said, honey, it's all about me. <laughs> now, I didn't take enough note of that because it truly was all about her. In the end, 
and I got caught in that web. But, Man, right. Yeah. But it was one of those after, I was like, well, I can't be fucking mad at her, because she did tell me. <laughs> so in turn, you know, commu- I like to, when they say communication's key, listen. <laughs> I, like to, I like to invoke the rule of Sugar Mama Sunday. Right. You, know, you I, get your I throw down. Sunday, I throw down all week, baby. I take care of you, but Sunday, motherfucker, it's all about me. Right. You take me out nice. You take me out to a nice brunch. You take care of me. That's great. Because I was with the attitude of like, oh, that's great. Yeah, but by the way, I'm gonna do this. Or gonna, yeah. So there's this, there's this shitty, shitty idea that has been perpetuated by classical like relationship conditioning. Yeah. And that is that in dating. You know, men must court the women and like do all this stuff that. to show our interest. Right. The, the best and most healthy relationship—it's actually an unhealthy uh, idea to perpetuate for both men and women because it it basically says, "Oh, girls, don't worry about planning cool stuff or having your own cool life that you want to share with your man." And I'm gonna cut you off for a minute there. Like, this is the one reason why I feel compelled. Like you were asking in the beginning, do we train women? I feel like I should start doing that because there's so many women that I'm friends with or people that I know of, acquaintances with or whatever, where I feel like they're doing everything wrong. They have that mentality of like, well, he should be doing this, he should be doing that. I shouldn't have to do anything. And it's such a wrong mindset to have. Right. And case in point, like he and I, when we first met each other in Vegas over a year ago, um, we went out to dinner, right? Went out to dinner, and I threw down my card to pay for my portion. He was like, kind of like, "What are you Whoa, doing?" Right. And I was no, like, so "I was like, I'm paying for my meal because I wasn't expecting you to fucking pay for it, you know, whatever." And for the most part, of the, you know, we've been together for over a year now. We're pretty much equal, sugar mama Sunday or not, you know, like I'll take him out, whatever, you know. But I, I really feel like that's the one flaw that a lot of women have is that they feel like they need to be courted. Right. Like that specifically, they feel like. Because yeah, what, what does that do to the guy? Like if 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 you are constantly basically what it breaks down to is if one person is always the giver and the right. other is always the taker, yeah. it's not going to work. Yeah. No, so not. and then a lot of girls, why why have they become this way? Is because. There are so many weak guys out there that are just desperate for whatever they can possibly get. Is they're willing to just throw themselves at any chick possible, yeah. do whatever it possibly takes, and that's the social to norm. Keep and their, yeah. Or the girl's like super hot. You don't want and, that. And the guys like, oh, but I'm gonna you, you want a girl, you want, and that's their girl, and that's the girl's cash, and that's how right. they yeah, always exactly. work off of. You want and a girl that's that. planning yeah, cool shit for you every once in a while too. You know? But I, you know, I, you know, I've also had the experience that you know, uh, I had this girl I was trying. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going back here. Sorry, I'm going flashback. No, but, um, you know, this is back in the day, and, and I was trying to get with her or whatever. I thought, yeah, it's on, whatever. And she was just, like, literally, like, fucking dug into my fucking skin. It was, like, a bit much for me at that time, you know? And I was like, whoa. So, I mean, I think there's, like, sometimes a balance of that. And that I think it's good. I think it's hot too. Like, girl comes up, you know, wants to come to you or, Dude, or, it's so, or it's whatever, totally or just even react off. I think so too. I mean, after, but there's I, also sometimes a guy who's done a ton of pickup, so a ton yeah. of pickup, and is going all over the fucking country, hit, you know, flirting with women. Yeah, it is totally refreshing to have a girl Absolutely. come up to you and be like, and you know, "Hey, man, I love you. I love your vibe. Like, what's your name?" That's awesome. Yeah, and, you know? and so to the women that think that's not cool or, or appreciated by men. Totally got it wrong. Right. Totally yeah. got it wrong. 
because guys love that kind of shit. Yeah. Me being someone that's very extremely forward, I've had guys tell me, I've had guys tell me that they were intimidated at me because of how forward I was. And then there's also guys that were like, I prefer submissive women, which I don't think submissive being submissive or dominant has anything right. to do with women right. no. being confident enough to be like, hey, I'm approaching you, right? Yeah. Which means that that just weans out all the people that I don't want to associate with myself with. But I've dealt with that before, and you know, I think. From a woman's perspective, a woman's perspective, women out there should know that it's okay to go out there and go after what you want, you know? Yeah. So what else? I think that's pretty much like... I think we covered everything. We covered everything. And then some. Um, thank you guys so much. Thanks for having us. Definitely. Thank like, you. Like, it's been fun. Oh, it's been more than fun. Life. Yeah. Maybe you know. Maybe we'll yeah. do this again in a, in a little while. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Come back you, with some, you know, if you want to be if you want to be a fly on the wall this week a little bit, let me know. Oh yeah, because yeah, we got yeah. this guy coming for two weeks. And really? He, he, yeah. It's gonna be a fun project. Okay. You know, if you feel like the uh, you know the old ball and chain lets you, you get you out of the house. You can tag along and, and watch the shit that we do. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, not yeah, maybe not all that, but uh, no, I, I got you. I'm just fucking with you. No, I know you are. But um, we all love Renee. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, Renee, my wife is very cool. I'm very blessed to have her. She like, if I'm like, hey, I'm, we're our like our thing is, you know, if I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be at or I'm at the strip club, right? You know, it's right. like, all right, hey, I'll meet you there. Like, fuck yeah. And I'm not even like there or do that all the time, but it's like, yeah, that's just how that we are. No, yeah, it's or, great. Obviously, hey, I'm gonna get to have Annie on today, and she was like, "Cool, I wish I could fucking be there." You know, she's that way. She's just really. I cool. love her. Yeah. So awesome. I I really appreciate guys, and you guys, I, you blew me away. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I really was. I didn't know. What, I I had an idea what I was we were gonna talk about, but you guys took it. <laughs> it's really cool. Seriously, like that's awesome. You guys what are. what we're building is what we're building is is really really powerful. It just doesn't exist. No. Anywhere else. Totally, totally We're hoping doesn't. that it'll blow up and, you know. Totally doesn't. Well, anyways, I'm going to end this off right now and uh, have a good day. And I hope you enjoyed. And there will be links and everything else if you guys want to shout out anything. Fuck yeah. Definitely check out drdlifestyle.com. That's drdlifestyle.com. Of course, if you're a big smut lover like I am, you can check me out at anycruise.com. <laughs> right. Otherwise, we have our other companies. Snatchcondoms.com where you can get your own custom-made condom envelope or you can purchase ones that are already pre-made that we've created. Um, and then, of course, if you're in L.A., we have a speed dating event that we're trying to expand um, into other cities and other states. AmRapSpeedDating.com here's, here's to the girls. If you can't come in them, come on them. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Definitely. Well, I love that person. <laughs>